all the good things. We got all the good things. Minimal effort, maximum potential, got him feeling motivated and confident in himself where he felt like he could just be him. Never apologize for your feelings if you are communicating them in a clear and kind way. Chris, you'd be melting brunettes' hearts as well. Saying how you feel will never ruin a real connection. Hello and welcome back to All the Good Things podcast. This is Esme. And this is Melissa. And we are back for season two. (laughs) We took a hiatus and now we're here and we are so freaking excited. So if you have not listened in a little while, we are a podcast that is here to tell you good stories. Uh, 2020 is full of craziness and life in general, so we are working to balance that out as much as we can, and it's the best thing ever. Yes, it is, and to keep you hopefully inspired and enjoying and noticing all the little good things that are still happening in your life, even in this chaotic time. Exactly. So, Melissa. Yeah, girl. Practice what you preach, girl. What okay, is a, okay. <laughs> What's a good thing happening with you? Um, Well, in the spirit of Thanksgiving just passing last week, um, I would like to say that I'm super grateful for my family and friends, especially during quarantine and during COVID. It's reminded me how important the loved ones you have in your life are and how much I value each of them, including you, Esme. Aw, thanks, Melissa. You're welcome, girl. What's your good thing? It's going to be cheesy, but it's true. It's honestly starting this again. I sincerely I sincerely miss this podcast so much, and I'm really excited. Melissa and I have some really big ideas, some new fun changes and add-ons that you'll come to find out about very soon here. Not in this wink, episode, wink. but in the next episode. <laughs> Stay tuned. And this just like literally always makes my day, and I've missed it dearly, so... This is my Me good too, thing. Esme. Me too. This is a great thing. Okay. A grand thing. Okay. So without further ado, let's dive into our good stories today. Melissa, what you got? Oh, I'm ready, Esme. I've had so much time to come up with good stories, and I'm about to hit you with a super inspiring one to kick us off. I'm ready. <laughs> um, so this one is about Chris Nickick. Nickick. Oh, I really hope I said that right. Um, you might have heard about him. He's currently like circulating the internet as he just broke a world record. But before I share what that record is, let's get into a little bit more about Chris. So Chris is from Florida, and he just turned 21 this year. So Chris, along with many others, has Down syndrome, and there's many people like him who are unique cases with different disabilities, which Esme and I like to call them special abilities. And he had this big dream to do a marathon. And that's 26.2 miles. If you're new to running, trust me, that's like beyond my wildest dreams. But Chris had this goal and he said, I'm going to run 26 marathons. I mean, (laughs) not 26 marathons. I'm going to run a marathon. (laughs) I went on a run this week. I got the Nike training app. Friends, I made it 0.8 miles in a solid (laughs) 12 minutes so (laughs) that's where I'm at right now okay to be fair I was doing sprints so like I did a slow jog out and then like sprinted back and then would Mm -hmm. walk for a while and then sprint and then sprint and then walk 
Okay. So there was like a little bit more effort than it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. Running is not my strong suit. So the fact that Chris just like by himself wants to run a marathon, I was like, whoa, okay. You got me on the edge of my seat. Like, I want to know what your story is. And he ended up completing that goal fairly easily, he would say. And he just got himself hooked on, like, the idea of continuing to challenge himself. And this was something that got him outside, got him off the couch, and got him feeling motivated and confident in himself where he felt like he could just be him and there was no other pressures, like, there was no other title, no other naming, just him free on the track, on the field, on the pavement, wherever he's running. Wait, so he ran 26 marathons? No, no, no. He ran a marathon, and then he realized he had this passion to continue pushing himself physically with new goals. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. But I think you're going to get my train of thought on what his world record is as I keep going. Ooh, um, I'm excited. Ooh. So he started that around high school continued to add more challenging things into his repertoire. He ended up doing like two marathons in a record sprinting pace the entire time. Um, And so he's like, whoa, I just did that. Okay, now what's next? And then this really beautiful thing happened is that Chris shares on his Instagram at Chris Nikik, N-I-K-I-C is his last name. He shares like his journey of how he prepares, how he sets his goals how his family is super supportive. And he said this idea that he had to run an Ironman triathlon came to him when his parents asked him December 31st, 2019 at 5.40 p.m. to write down his dreams for the next year. And I love this so much. You can see the video on Instagram. But he wrote that he wants to own his own car, He wants to do the Ironman triathlon. He wants his own house. And my favorite bullet point of all, he wants a smoking hot blonde wife. (laughs) Okay, just so you know, Chris, you'd be melting brunette's hearts as well. (laughs) So once he had those goals out, he set forth to make them happen and... His dad runs with him and helps him, and he has a great coach in his life. He has people rooting for him and giving him the proper training and nutrition to get him prepared for this. And he was someone who saw COVID, the quarantine lockdown, actually as a blessing from his angels, as he puts it. Because when March happened, when COVID happened, uh, it took away all his distractions, his school, his parties, the movies, Suddenly he was like, whoa, I have time to go run a lot and swim a lot and bike. And running is a socially distant activity. You're, phys- you're trying to, you're running away from people the whole time. You're like, exactly. I see you, I'm a skirt opposite <laughs> side of the street. You get some extra miles in there. <laughs> yep. He's boosting his immune system. He's staying healthy. He's staying safe. I mean, really great thing to take up and her mental health yeah and I'm pretty sure most of us did the opposite we all became couch potatoes but he was like no I felt pretty motivated to do this so good for you right there Chris and then would you believe it that just November 7th of this year 2020 Chris conquered his goal and ran the Ironman triathlon the Ironman triathlon in itself is a very very hefty goal and a super super difficult challenge to complete 
it is a 2.4 mile swim followed by a 112 mile bicycle ride and a full marathon and this is all a race like (laughs) whoa how how courageous is chris to go after this goal and to make it happen with only 10 months of training i'm burning calories just thinking about it yeah (laughs) i'm like if only that easy I know. Even like people say like biking is easy, but 112 miles, like, whoa. Also, biking is only easy if it's like flat or downhill. You get a single stretch of incline and oof, oof. Anyway, Chris conquered his goal and he became the first person with Down syndrome to finish an Ironman triathlon. And yes, get that world record. He actually got like a Guinness World Record certificate for doing that. So, oh my gosh, yeah, I know. And that was just like this month. That was this month. That's why I was like, I gotta bring it up. I'm sure you guys already know about it, but if you're not already, please follow his Instagram and check out his website at chrisnickick.com. Um, because he has this challenge that he started called the 1% Challenge. And his goal is to be a motivational speaker and to inspire others like him. Through the 1% Challenge, he challenges you to just do something 1% better every single day for 10 months. Like, whatever goal you have, whatever vision you have, the first part is you do it. The second part is by doing this challenge, you help others like him. I love that. Yeah. So conquer your goals and support a wonderful cause. And be courageous enough to go for them. Yes. Really, I have to applaud Chris for having, you know, first of all, like, I'm just going to say it, but having the balls to, like, challenge himself in such a courageous way and in such a tiring way, like, an exhausting way. This is a challenge just for anybody. And he made it happen and he made it look easy. It makes me feel like, oh, my God, I can do so much. Yes, I love it so much. I also love it because like I I'm fortunate enough to have grown up around a lot of people with Down syndrome, like the preschool I went to. Shout out to you, Frazier, is specifically like a curriculum designed to integrate um specially abled children with like, you know, boring normal kids. <laughs> I've never understood why people think that like those with Down syndrome are not as capable as the rest of the world. I love that he just like smashed a world record to, <laughs> for lack of a better phrase, slap all the haters in the face. <laughs> yeah, um, he proved it to himself. I have no desire to run a triathlon, nor do I know if I'm capable of it. <laughs> but like, That is so impressive. Yeah. So will you, Esme, vow to do the 1% challenge with me? Will you commit to doing something a little bit better for 10 months? Uh, Yeah. So recently I ran 0.8 miles. Okay. 1% of 0.8, my friends, is 0.008. So next time I run, I will do (laughs) 0.8008 Every day, Esme. Every day. That's going to add up. Nah, I'm a, I'm a, I'll bump it up to 10%. I'll okay. To 10%. Okay, nice. Wonderful. I'll take that. And my goal is to read more. So. Hey, yes, my friend. You know what? Let me hold you accountable to that goal. What book are you going to read today? Okay. Can, can audiobooks also count? <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know if that just counts because as reading. I feel like it, it counts okay. as to me. It counts as learning. Like if your goal is like I want to learn more, or like understand more about like a certain topic. But I think reading itself has to be the act of like your brain looking at words yes. and registering them. You're right. Okay, I'm gonna go with learning. Because right now with things closing again, I don't think it's very easy for me to go in and out of getting books all the time. So I'm going to go with like, there could be books in there, audiobooks, podcasts, and one that I currently want to listen to is a financial book called The Contrarian Playbook. So that is something you can hold me accountable to. I will. Also, because you mentioned audiobooks, I have to share this little story. Okay. Before my own. Okay. It's a story about how cute Melissa is because there are, <laughs> there are two people in her life who are not on the best terms right now. And I was like, okay, Melissa, what's your plan moving forward to, you know, support those people in your lives with healing? And she was like, yeah, so uh, I passively like I just downloaded some audiobooks on forgiveness to their account because they they share an account. So I'm, I'm hoping like <laughs> they see that and it works. <laughs> you know I what? Like, it's my mm. way of like subconsciously entering their brains and hoping that my good intent trickles down into their hearts. <laughs> she was so matter of fact about it too. She's like, yeah, girl, I got you. I downloaded these audiobooks on forgiveness <laughs> for them to see. And I'm hoping they just pick it up. Yeah, I'll report back. We'll report back how that goes. Good luck with that plan. Yeah, I'm having a great time listening to these books, though. I'm doing great. (laughs) It's nice for you. Minimal effort. Maximum potential (laughs) reward. That should be a catchphrase. Minimum effort. Maximum potential. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually pretty good. All right, Esme, what is your good story that you'd like to share today? I have such a good story and I'm stoked because it's a first-hand story that I experienced. Well, technically it's second-hand. I, I heard it directly from my friend because it happened to her. Um, Ooh, I love this kind of stuff. I do too. For the sake of maintaining her confidentiality, we are going to collectively uh, name the people in the story something different. So I need, I need a name for her. Ooh, okay. I like Petunia. Petunia? Okay, great. Let's go with Petunia. And um, there is a older male in the story. Not older. He's attractive. Mm. Oh, he's like an attractive, like like mid forties kind of dude. Like, what are we saying, businessman? I just know that there's like a slight age gap, and there it's more of like a professional relationship. Got it. Okay, let's call him George. George. Yeah. George and Petunia. Is that really what we're going with? Don't you think it works really well? <laughs> GP, that's their initials, and that means great potential. <laughs> <laughs> Minimum effort, maximum, maximum potential. potential. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got Petunia and George in the story. All right, yeah. Let me. George let me sounds lay down. like old and mature too. Okay. All right, let's let's lay down the setting here. So Petunia and George are workplace colleagues, right? Cool. And George is must much more advanced in the profession than than Petunia is. And Ooh. Petunia has had a huge crush on George for an incredibly long time. Because he is funny, he is intelligent, he's a great mentor. Um, he's a CEO. 
professional. <laughs> <laughs> sure. He can be the CEO in this okay. story. Let's make it happen. Okay. <laughs> um, that's just the dynamic. And even though she's had this affection towards him in a non like in a beyond professional way, she is so committed to keeping it professional. Right. So A plus Petunia, yeah, first go of all. Petunia. For honoring workplace dynamics. And I'm sure all the HR people are applauding you for uh, <laughs> for not not acting on that or saying anything but alas COVID happened and he decided it was time to leave the company as the CEO that's a very tricky thing to do because wow. you're, you're the top dog of the company did Petunia right? go with him she was like I'm out too uh, <laughs> that would be so cute yeah let me move in with you and go frolic <laughs> with you and in, into Europe or wherever um, no, she did not, but she did realize that it was basically now or never to express these feelings, right? Oh, you're right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now That's we've got a like a now we've got a timeline on when Petunia needs to express what's on her heart. Because it'd been on her heart for so long and the professional person in her had to be like, settle down, settle down heart. So she spent like his entire last week trying to like gear herself up to share these feelings because that's a really big thing to do you know anyone can relate to how scary it might be to tell someone how you feel about them in a romantic way I mean that and also this is supposed to be someone who's a little bit to her superior in this company which Mm -hmm. can feel even more vulnerable because Mm -hmm. technically they've been like above you which makes them seem so far out of reach Mm -hmm. yes and it's like a relationship that she really values like they had a really positive um, professional like mentorship relationship happening and I'm sure like you don't want to put that in jeopardy right right so she told me she was like I was about to chicken out when I saw a woke meme when I asked her if I could share the story, she was like, yes, but make sure to include that detail. It's very important that everyone knows that I did not chicken out because of this woke meme. Okay, I gotta know what this meme is. I got you. So it's this cool, like, picture of traffic. Okay. <laughs> With, like, the filter that makes it look a little hazy. You know what I'm talking uh-huh, about? Yeah. And there's a semi-truck in the middle, and okay. on the back of the semi-truck, there's text that's like a like an inspirational quote. Got right? it. Okay. And the quote is, saying how you feel will never ruin a real connection. Oh. Right? And I'm like, girl, I love that. I don't know if that classifies as a meme. I think it's just more yeah, of an inspirational quote with a picture. Yeah, I feel like that's an inspirational quote, for sure. Yeah. I mean, aren't the memes, like, the ones with, like, from TV shows and they're, like, or, like, cartoons or whatever and they're, like, pasted together to make, like, a little comic? I don't know. But the only reason why this could could possibly be in meme territory is because it was with, like, an aesthetic picture. Got it. But she called it, she called it woke meme, so We're going to take Petunia's words. Yes. It's Petunia's story. It's a great. It's her words. It's a great quote, too. And she saw it and she was like, dang, I got to do this. Okay, so here she goes. He leaves on his last day, and she doesn't say it. So she calls him instead. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and she's on the phone, and he had already left for his last day. And she, you know, 
told him what was on her heart. And he was so positively responsive. He was like, I appreciate you so much for telling me this. And really like what pushed her over the edge to like find her her confidence and courage to say it is that she realized that it wouldn't be right if she couldn't speak her truth. So she told him everything. Mm. And guess what? What? It was a real connection and speaking the truth didn't ruin it. Yay. So he said he told her he would never want to lose her as a person in his life. And that he had absolutely no idea the entire time that she had any type of like tiny crush on him whatsoever. So she did a great job disguising it and just acting incredibly professionally. And -hmm. the whole time she was apologizing and he just said like, no, 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 don't don't apologize for what you're saying. Like, it's the truth. And I appreciate you being brave enough to say it. Yay. I mean, props to George for also like applauding her bravery and courage there like that's why that's why he's in this position he is in okay that's like Mm -hmm. you deserve that george okay also a little sidebar on that too i really love that he was telling her not to apologize because here's the thing never apologize for your feelings if you are communicating them in a clear and kind way and never let anyone make you feel bad for expressing your feelings if you know that they're your genuine feelings and you're being as respectful as you can with your communication of them. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty funny. So I told you that he had already left and she called him. Uh, apparently, there was just a lot of really bad cellular service happening. So in the midst of her trying to like spill her heart out and him trying to be like kindly receptive to it, they would just, the call would randomly drop and then he'd come back on and be like, fucking T-Mobile. <laughs> like, oh. Or like whatever carrier he has rise and he's just swearing and like, you probably just missed everything I just said <laughs> and it would have to start from the beginning. So it made it a little bit of a funnier um, and lighthearted conversation and just added to like a sense of, sense of little like happiness and laughter mm. for a conversation that she was like, you know, really nervous to have. Yeah. And um, here's the best part. So, the, and the best part is how she felt afterwards because getting that off of your chest is such, a, such an incredible feeling of release. And these are quotes. These are, these are direct text messages that I, that I am sharing. Okay. With anonymity in mind for Petunia and, and George. Um, so she said she felt so good and like a million bucks. And also that it was surprisingly easy once the words rolled off of her tongue. Mm. And for everyone out there listening, Petunia would 10 out of 10 recommend speaking your feelings in unconventional situations because the right people will not reprimand you for it. Yes. Well done, Petunia. You know what? vulnerability is the key to authentic connection and you just laid your heart out right there and you know what you conquered your goal you like got it off your chest you made that connection and your heart must must feel so much lighter now Mm-hmm. so friends be courageous when you're listening to your heart when you're setting your goals and know that real connections that you have in your life will always be there no matter what feelings you have to share 
if you're clear and kind when you share them. Well, I love that story. I love a girl like being brave and like, you know, just going after it. Cause usually in all those so-called like, you know, historical moments, it's always like the guy who's supposed to make the first move, you know, or like be the bold and brave one. And here we are changing the game, us women coming up, saying what we feel and you know what, going after it because we can. And that's a right. 21st century strength right there. Woo! All right. Thank you so much for listening to season two, episode one of All the Good Things podcast. We are so excited to be back. And we hope that a smile made its way onto your face at least once listening to these good stories. Yes. And we would love to hear more about the good things going on in your life or ways that you have stayed positive during this time. Please send us a message and like and rate and subscribe us if you enjoyed this podcast. That's right. Do all of those things, but especially liking, rating, and subscribing. That helps us get discovered by more people. And all that does is spread more good stories to more people. So you can't go wrong. We love you. Have a great day and happy end of 2020. Final month. Here we go. All the good things. We got all the good things. A story to uplift and moments of bliss To remind us all that life is a gift And because we truly care All the good things we share